I feel like soon I'm gonna, gonna like start scheduling a video called why the stock market dropped every week on the week because this is literally the new normal. We have seen probably the most volatile market in recent history in 2020, honestly, like it almost seems like every month a new all time high is made or a new record month um, percentage gain for the Nasdaq has made or in September. This was like one of the worst months since like 2009, like every single month, it seems just like an absolute new record because of this ridiculous volatility. And a lot of people really just want to know a simple question, you know, why did the market go down? I talked about this in my index bubble video or podcast, but we're in a complete different time now. When we look at indexes, they're comprised of the five biggest companies. Basically, the S&P 500, like six companies are like 20% of the index. The NASDAQ, like six companies are 30% of the, the NASDAQ. It's, it's, it's getting to a point where these companies just dictate literally the index so much and all of their volatility is now being felt by the whole market. They all basically move in unison. I mean, if Facebook goes down, Amazon goes down. If Amazon goes down, Netflix goes down and so on and so forth. All tech companies move the same and all these fan companies move the same i recently ran across a headline that really started to shock me so normally in the market it's dictated by institutional investors we're talking about the big banks you know jp morgan morgan stanley we're talking about golden smacks we're talking about hedge funds you know the big Ballers, if you will. Retail investors don't make up that much. They really don't. Here, how much do how much do retail investors make up of trading? Live on Google right there. Um, I couldn't find it because I'm lazy. Oh, they make up 25% of the stock market. Okay, so 75% is made of institutional investors, 25% are retail. I recently saw a headline that shocked me almost to death. The headline by Yahoo Finance read, 43% of retail investors are trading with leverage, survey says. Excuse me, are you kidding me? 43%? That's insane. You see, normally like these big hedge funds in these big institutions they control the whole market because they just have more money but as we're seeing this year there's a record amount of people starting to get into trading because they're home they're home they're by the computer they can now are free nine to five a record amount of people signing up for these robin accounts a record amount of people getting into trading and now a record amount of people have started reading the trading started going on youtube starting to figure out what these things are and This survey says that not only do a lot of people know what options trading is, know what margin trading is, knows what leverage ETFs are, but they are so comfortable trading it that almost half of all traders have it actively in their portfolio. Now, that is a far cry away from 20 years ago. I mean, 
right now we're in a market where your money you make from your labor productivity, the money you make from just clocking in, making a wage, isn't enough anymore. You see, it's almost baked into our system through whether that's just retirement plans or if you're ever planning to buy a house. It's basically baked in a system that if you're middle class, if you're upper middle class, you need to invest or you need to buy stock to actually get the full value of what your dollar's worth. The whole putting money in the bank, putting money in the mattress is going to make you broke over time. That's just the way our market's working. The value you're getting at your job, it has there baked in the value you're going to get from the stock market. I think the thing that really shocked me when it came to that 43% of retail investors are now using leverage is we have to start taking retail investors seriously. Like, like it's getting to that point where I think oh, they have way more power than we're really seeing. We saw a company like Nikola drop 60% because of fraudulent things the CEO was doing. You know, we're, we're, we're seeing these companies like Herx, um, you know, just rise in value after declaring bankruptcy. We're seeing the wrong ticket sim, uh, ticker for Tesla or the wrong ticker symbol for Zoom to go up. These are things that retail traders do. They go, they see the top, you know, the top volume stocks. They say, which one of these stocks do I like? And they put them in their portfolio and they're trying to make a return that day. And I think the thing that really is starting to scare me the most is being a person on Reddit. If you're on Reddit, you're going to see the same thing. On Reddit, they have great forms on investing, great forms of economics. And one of the top Reddit forms right now is one called Wall Street Bets. Now, if I can break down what Wall Street Bets is about, if investing, the investing form is all about dollar cost averaging and Warren Buffett value investing and holding your money over time for long periods of time, Wall Street Bets is about doing a line of cocaine and betting it all on Jack. Blackjack, that is. Black and blackjack, that is. That's that's what it's all about. It's about gambling your money. Can I make a thousand percent return this month? That's what Wall, Wall Street bets is all about gambling. People are literally losing like mortgages on there. It's it's the most insane stuff. Like, I swear people are literally going suicidal the type of trades that they're making and losing and winning on there. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. And one of the things that I started to realize is that slowly on reddit the people in the wall street bet section like these like almost degenerate gamblers they're essentially taking over other forms too like the investing form on there looks more and more like wall street bets every day why is this concerning i think Risky trading is the new normal for average investors. If you have free time and if you're at home and you can watch the market, I think the average investor is willing to take the risk. I think the average investor is probably 
the person who's actively checking the market every day is probably under 50, probably under 40, probably has some sort of computer sort of background, you know, knows computers a bit thing or two, knows investing a thing or two about it. Um, and they're willing to take the risk because they have time on their side. It, it makes sense when you think about it that way. And because of that, I think the volatility that we're seeing in this month where out of nowhere, the market just dropped 10%. I think that's just the new normal. This 30% run that we've seen this year, I think it's the new normal. And every time, you know, I go on YouTube or I go on Google or I'm reading, you know, Yahoo Finance or I'm reading like Bloomberg News or if I'm reading anything and there's not a, like a clear cut reason why the market's dropping, you know, you can blame it on, you know, the bank fraud situation. You know, you can blame it on, you know, Nikola or whatever dropping in value. You can blame it on the upcoming COVID pandemic wave two coming. You can blame it on kids going back to school. There's all of these combining factors. And none of them matter. This is literally volatility. This is literally behavioral finance. It's literally technical trading. It's literally support lines and resistance lines. And with the November election coming up, the literally the market could go any way that it can. So what do I see going into market? What would I recommend? As boring as it sounds, I'd recommend the same exact strategy, dollar cost averaging. When the market drops around 7%, like it shouldn't happen multiple year times per year, but now it is. Now this is the new norm. When it drops 7%, you should be dollar costing a bit more than average than you do. When it's at all-time highs, then you dollar cost average a little less than you do. That's it. Every two weeks, whatever your paycheck is, you put it in there, you put some in there. You know, if the market's at all-time highs and your portfolio is trending towards, you know, 20 to 30% cash, when it starts dropping to, you know, 7% down, then your portfolio, you can start trending from 20 to 30% down to like 10 to 5% in cash. And that's that's essentially what the strategy is going to be going forward. I think that's the most effective, safest way about it. Um, when it comes to portfolio mix, of course, you know, that's a different conversation. But I think that's the only way to really tend the tides and ride the sails of this rocky volatile market. And as always, the best, most price investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Let me know what type of investing strategy are you doing? Are you one of these degenerate Wall Street bet gamblers who put your Lambo money into an option and are hoping for sweet, sweet tendies? Or are you back to my boy Warren Buffett doing value investing? Let me know. I'm at Twitter. I'm at Fly Stewie on Twitter, and we, Flight Crew, have to take off.